Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, girl, stop playing. Yes, y'all are not playing with those single season summit tickets. If you have not grabbed yours yet, make sure you log on to mylastsingleseason.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. I am your host, Coriel, and I have an amazing guest in the building. When I tell y'all that this episode was like ordained, y'all are in for a treat, okay? This was definitely um, an organic. Very organic. This was an organic um, interview, and it's going to be an an organic conversation. So um, today we have an amazing guest, Janai Thornton. She is a CPA to the stars, as in CeeLo, Furcha. And Ari Lennox, just to name a few. Her resume is long, long, y'all. Okay, so we got to put some respect on her name because she is definitely an expert. She has an amazing online platform, Thank Me Later, that teaches black women about money. So make sure y'all follow her. And with all of that, she still managed to have a successful marriage of over 33 years and two wonderful sons. Now, with all of that being said, Janai also knows about money and she definitely knows about keeping that honey. So welcome to the Girl Stop Playing podcast, Janai. Thank you, Corey. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so we got to talk really, really quick. My producer's going to get me because this ain't on the script. But I just want to, because this was ordained, like literally came to the studio last week, we happened to meet and our conversation, because of the topic of this podcast was interesting to you tell us why I was just so happy to see somebody in your age group you know I'm in my 50s I'm like I am so happy somebody is finally talking about this please talk about this I'm tired of being a unicorn you know I'm tired of being a woman who's married who's been married for a long Uh time have children and people are like are you real Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know like why am I the only one what Mm -hmm. is this thing Mm -hmm. so I'm like yes somebody's finally talking about it and and that is the whole mission behind this show it's how can we have these important conversations that can truly move the culture forward because we could say for the culture black girl magic all that stuff all day but if we are not having these open honest conversations 
and we can't really move forward. So, but before we move forward, my first question. Yes. It's a mess, y'all, but I got to know about Method Man. So in preparation for this interview, I'm all up and through your Instagram. Make sure y'all are following her. But you had this Method Man post. Oh, my gosh. Tell us your Method Man story. And in this post, in the caption, you mentioned after you told the story that you had to go home and tell your BFF the story. So I want to circle back to that. But tell us the story. So I do a lot of work in nationally syndicated radio. Uh I was at the radio station and um, I'm walking down the hall and I was like, oh, my God. It is Method Man. And it kind of surprised me. Not just I didn't know he was there, but he was taller than I expected. I'm like, he is finer in person Mm -hmm. than he is on TV. And so And this um, was when? This was probably about five years ago. Okay. And so um although I work in the entertainment industry, um, never starstruck. I was starstruck and I was like, I have got to have a picture. And so when you're taking the picture, I'm like, why does he smell so good? Why does this man smell so good? So, Coriel, even before I could get home, I'm in the car calling my husband, David. You'll never believe this. You will never (laughs) believe who I just met. So, yes. Uh, And to see all of this, you know, about this mature man Mm -hmm. who looks absolutely amazing. He is so fine. I'm like, yes. Still. Still. Today. I'm like, um, I had to ask Tiana, who works with me, does all my marketing and social media. Should I post this? She's like, yes, yes <laughs> of course. Listen, you, you it, it was, it's very relevant, yeah, right? Because clearly. however many years ago that was, he is still very much so doing oh his God. thing. Absolutely. So with you being in the entertainment industry and with you having this strong bond relationship with your bestie, who's right. your husband, right. what was his response? Like, how did the story go? Okay. So that, okay, let me just say this. We've been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've been together 33 years. We've been married 28 years. So we're at the point of our relationship. He's like, okay, if that's what you're doing, just make sure he's going to pay some bills right. too. That's where we Make it a benefit to both of us. <laughs> Please make it a benefit gotcha, to both of us. Yeah, yes. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm definitely um, an uh, advocate for being friends, you know, with your, with your partner. Do you think that that has anything to do with how strong your bond is I think that's probably the reason why we've made it mm. and we've been friends for um, I'd say almost the majority of our relationship like we got into that rhythm very quickly because um, our relationship started long distance so we had to learn to talk so again we're a little older so this is pre-cell phone days so we didn't have all the distractions I could just see the confusion <laughs> in the internet right how Right. Just tell us how real quick. How did that work? So you think about it like you're on your home phone. You're talking. There's no texting. I I didn't have a cell phone in college. We didn't have them then. So we had to build our relationship through a lot of conversation. And so I think that's how literally how we got into our rhythm of our friendship. Mm -hmm. And so I think the distance fortunately allowed our relationship to get stronger versus becoming a challenge for us. And we've always, you know, we got into that rhythm very quickly. So I do. I authentically enjoy his company. I love his sense of humor. And so we've just been friends. I love it. So so for someone out there who's like, okay, that really sounds great, but I don't just naturally form friendships easily or maybe I don't naturally form friendships with men, but I know that this is an important component um, for my marriage. What is your advice um, to like nurture or create that friendship or, or does it just have to be natural? I think part of it's natural, but I think men are, are 
more simple or simpler than what we think. Mm. You know, men like things easy, you know, no conflict, you know, and, and I've always been a woman. My mother always taught me if you can't beat them, join them. So I learned to love the things that David loved. So he loved college basketball. I love college basketball. He loves sports. I love sports. And that allowed me to get into the rhythm of him and his life and what was important to him. And I think he's always appreciated the fact mm. of the interest. So I know the team members. I know the coaches. And so I think he appreciated the effort that I took for something that was important to him that it also became important to me so then it became just natural for us yeah. to kind of you know hang out and be you know friends have that authentic friendship I think that's really great advice even for someone who like I said doesn't naturally they just don't naturally have that friendship chemistry right. because right. you can adjust you can adapt just <laughs> by showing some interest that, that goes a long huge, way huge huge and I think too um, I was always a woman who always had male friends. Mm -hmm. And so I always understood the male chemistry very mm -hmm. well. Working in the entertainment industry, I have always worked primarily with, with men. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I think get I studied them a little mm -hmm. differently. So I'm like, oh, okay. I see how I need to kind of move in this space here. Mm -hmm. So I think just being observant and being willing to be flexible. You have to be flexible. Relationships are a give and take, regardless of the relationship. Mm -hmm. So be willing to do that. And another thing that you mentioned too, it was the communication. Oh my God. I think that without the communication I mean we know like if you don't have the communication what else do you have right but for a lot of women we um, sometimes have a hard time communicating because we don't want to say the wrong things right. we don't want to um, be naggy we don't you know we don't want to do it in the wrong way so sometimes we just don't do it so what would be your advice for someone who may be in a new relationship or wanting to get into a new relationship but maybe struggles with communication well because y'all have had to have some tough conversations over the years I'm sure lots of tough conversations and that's the thing when you're with somebody that long you've lived a lot of life so there's been a lot of problems there's been a lot of challenges whether it's in our relationship whether whether it's because of family, because of our children. So you get a lot of practice mm -hmm. at having these tough conversations. So I think one thing that I really appreciate about my relationship with David is um, we don't argue, but we disagree. Mm -hmm. And so we've always had very specific rules about that. So we don't raise our voices. We don't use any profanity. So we have some real standards about how we communicate with each other, particularly mm -hmm. about difficult things. So because of that, and we are very solution oriented, like what's the goal mm -hmm. here? So it's not about me being right, him being wrong or vice versa. Like, what are we trying to accomplish here? So we are able to get into, you know, that rhythm really, really quickly and get on the same page. So we've all heard like the number one reason why couples divorce is finances, Absolutely. right? It's such a hard topic to talk about. Yes. Most of us don't even know nothing about it, which is why we're not confident in <laughs> right. talking about it. Right. Um, so for a single woman out there, or maybe someone who's just entering their relationship, what is your advice on building the confidence to have those money conversations? Because that is such a crucial part of your relationship. I think the level of money talk is based on the level of your relationship. And so what I mean by that, like if y'all are just starting to hang out and kick it, I, I think it's a little premature, but I think it's an opportunity to pay attention, mm -hmm. though. And uh, what I say, I, I'm not necessarily looking for red flags, but I'm looking for pink flags. Like, what are those things that could become a problem? Mm -hmm. So are you dating someone who, like, never opens their mail ever? Like, they're constantly allowing 
relatives to borrow money from them. Like those are things that you realize can become an issue. Mm -hmm. And then it's easy to figure out what people's priorities are because if you know, he likes sports, but does he like to travel? What's his retirement goals? Mm -hmm. So then money begins to become more of a conversation versus saying, what's your credit score? Right. Like how much debt do you have? And it's so intrusive. It's very intrusive. But you know, a lot of times Coriel, we could be the ones with the problems. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the, about what's going on with him, you know, whether it's your student loan debt or you have credit issues. What are you doing, you know, to make sure that you're in your season of preparation? So even if you're the one with the problem, how are you going to have this discussion with him coming with a solution to the problem, too? Because I know men, you know, David has a really good friend who was dating someone that I really wanted him to marry. But he was like, that credit and that debt, way too much going on. And I saw him really back away from that. But I don't think she took it seriously. But what is your plan? Because who wants to be equally responsible for something that you created? Like, how are we going to deal with this? That is so real. And this is one of those things that, you know, I would say back in the Single Wives Club, like you don't want to show up to the table and you have to explain yeah. all of these things. Like you want to limit how much explanation has to, how many disclaimers you have to give out on these dates. So by doing the prep work up front before you enter a relationship, before you step back out on the scene, you know, to find this partner, making sure that you are a match for this man that you that you want. Because we often have these standards for men. You know, he has to make X number of dollars. Right. He has to have this title be so far in his career. But then we don't necessarily match that. At Coria, what I notice is as progressive as women are now, you know, there's certain things that we are like, okay, that's too old school for mm -hmm. us. But then I see we're picking from the menu some of the traditional things that we want to keep. He has to make, you know, more money than me. He has to have this, this, and this. But for all these other things, you want to... I'm you, the boss. I'm the boss. <laughs> it's like this whole new paradigm. But, like, you're picking things from the menu that you want. Mm -hmm. So why can't you just have a little bit more of an open perspective? And so when you made your point about this being, you know, a woman's season of preparation, you don't have to be in perfection, but you need to be executing your plan. He wants to know what you're doing, because that's what I want to hear from him. Hey, I had this issue in my life, but this is what I'm I doing. Exactly. This is what I'm doing right now. Because yes. I want to see somebody that's proactive versus like, you know what? It ain't that take big me, of a deal. Take me as I am. Right. <laughs> this is what it is. It's, it's a totally different conversation when you are explaining your solution, right. what I'm doing to work on this versus this is my credit score. Right. And I'm, but I'm cute. All right. No, it don't <laughs> it's not like enough. It's, it's not enough. It's no. definitely not enough. Um, so when it comes to a man making less than a woman in your professional experience, because right. you work with, you know, finances, you're, right. you're handling this all the time. Do right. you think not do you think that it can work, but how do you think is the best way to navigate a situation like that? Because any you can make anything work, but what do you think is the best way to navigate that? I also think that is part of this paradigm because we're picking from, we're picking things from a very traditional perspective. Mm -hmm. There was a time when women weren't really working at all. That's where that came from. We've been working a long mm -hmm. time. Women do really, really well. No wonder the tables have turned. Mm -hmm. And so my thing is, let's add these numbers together. You make a hundred thousand, and he makes 50. Now we're at 150. It would be okay if it was reversed. 
you know, why isn't it okay in this particular situation? So what what are you going to do to work together collectively to, towards your common goal? Because I don't want to see a woman who ends up missing out on an amazing opportunity, a great relationship, potentially a great marriage, something that they can build and work towards together because you're like, you know, he doesn't make $150,000, $200,000. You're stuck on a number versus seeing who this amazing man is. Mm-hmm. And what I, but I'm not saying it's okay if he's a grown man and he's home playing video games all day. Right. That's of and course that's not okay. Right. 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 But why can't we work together and build together? Um, the other thing I think that's important is you are going to go through seasons mm-hmm. where you may be making the majority of money right now, but it may not always be that exactly. way. And there's always a give and take in a relationship. So you got to have that balance. And that's again, that teamwork working together. So don't be on the sidelines just because his W2 isn't looking right for you. Listen, you might have like been peeking at my notes because my next question is literally about how you've been able to build your successful accounting firm. I right. know you and David have been together for a while. Right. I know you know you you've built, you've grown, you've right. evolved together, but what was the foundation of your firm? So when I got started, um, again, David and I had children very early and I I honestly felt a desperation because I'm like corporate America was not going to allow me to live the life that I wanted. And I needed to make sure that my work supported my life, not my life supporting Mm -hmm. my work. Mm -hmm. Um, KPMG was not trying to hear that. So um, when I made the decision to leave corporate America, I had the right idea. Um, I didn't execute the right plan, though. Mm. So I left prematurely and it really could have created a lot of problems in our relationship. Well, it did. It created a lot of stress. But I'm so grateful that David held us down. Because it took a while for me to be able to build the momentum, build the client base, have the consistent revenue. So we have gone through seasons of even when I was still in college, that's when our first child was born. He had to completely support me during that time. He had to completely support us as I was building our business. So as he's built businesses, I've had to take the lead. Mm -hmm. So there's just been this very natural ebb and flow versus like, where's the money? And, you know, what you doing? Mm -hmm. Because, again, You go through different seasons. You don't know what's ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Illness, loss of clients, business doesn't work. Like you have to have the foundation where you all can continue versus like, where's the money at? Yeah. And and I think the friendship, though, it comes back to that friendship. It comes back to that communication about what your goals are, what your plan is. And then it also comes down to our idea that we have to find somebody that's perfect. So I always, that's already perfect, put together, like the package oh, wow. is ready to go. It, you just pick it up and you just live your your best life. No. I often say, like, I believe that God is preparing your perfect partner for you. But when I say perfect, I don't mean without flaw. Right. I mean perfect for what you need. Absolutely. Perfect in alignment with your vision, your goals for your life. Um, but it does come down to knowing that there is some preparation. You're doing prep work and he's out there preparing as well. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even 
thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's your take on the um, dating for potential versus the packages already put together? Ooh, um, you know, I think we do need to have some standards. Okay. You know, I think we need to be clear about what our non-negotiables are. But I also think that we have to be a lot more open mm-hmm. than what, what what I see women. You know, these lists are so tight. I'm like, who does he, this man even exist? <laughs> like, is he like a real person for real? So what does that mean for you? Does that mean dating outside of your race? Does that mean dating outside of the age group that you initially thought? Does that mean maybe he does something different professionally than you thought? Maybe he's work, living and working in different circles that you thought. I think it just takes this openness. Mm-hmm. You know, this curiosity and openness because you don't know how the package is really going to show up. Mm-hmm. So I think you you miss the opportunity. You've got your blinders on when you're like, Mm-mm, this is not this specific list right here. Yep. Like, let's be open. Yep, I agree. Open um, and then also being a match to the list because there's no way for you to manifest this list if you are not a match to it. Like. Yep. You are certainly in a season of preparation. You're not in a season of waiting. And so what is the work that you're doing on yourself for your whole self Mm -hmm. to make sure that when this man enters your life, like y'all can go versus you trying to work out some stuff like take this opportunity Mm -hmm. and seize seize this opportunity as a season of preparation. Yep. And I think one of the reasons why a lot of successful women especially are missing out on seizing the opportunity is because they think that they have to choose, that they can't have the money and the honey. Right. So from someone who has, you know, been blessed to get both and maintain. Right. Because it's not just enough to attain it. We're trying to maintain it. What is your advice for the woman out there who feels like I can't give that any energy because I have to focus on this? 
So, Coriel, this is the number one question that I ask when I meet younger women. So I'm 52. So when I'm meeting younger women and they're always telling me about their career and how amazing things are. So I'm like, tell me about your personal life. Crickets. So my thing is, tell me if if you're in your 30s, when you see yourself at my age, what do you want your life to look like? Mm. And how do you think that's supposed to happen? So if you see yourself having children or if you see yourself having this particular business, um, why do women think that having a relationship is taking something away versus adding something to them? And that's why it, it becomes this or versus a natural mm-hmm. and. And I think we have to give ourselves credit of what we're capable of handling. We do have the time for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do. It's very difficult to see the pain. You know, it's very difficult to see women who are like, no, I don't have time for that. You do have time for that. Because if you want to be where I want to be at this point in my life, like you have to begin to work on this mm-hmm. right now. You got to make the time. You have to make the time. And it's a beautiful thing. It helps you get to where you want to be. It, it enhances your life. And. Just my when my logic just clicks in, right? And I think about the woman who's like busting her ass, kill, killing it. And then I think about at the end of your life, right? Who is going to benefit from you busting your ass and killing right. it? Who who's going to benefit? Who are you passing that down to? Who are you like creating this legacy for? Because if you are not making time if you're not prioritizing your personal life as you are your professional life then you're literally working so hard you're not you don't have enough time to enjoy it yourself and then you're not even leaving it to someone that you love that can enjoy it after you and see that's the perspective i've had because again my peer group you know we're in our 50s and my friends have so much regret Mm. because of what they did not focus on when they were in their 30s and it was very difficult for me to be a woman um in the entertainment industry specifically, I was always the only one who was married. I was always the only one who had children. And I'm like, why are you all okay with me being a unicorn? Mm -hmm. Like, shouldn't this be like, this should not even be possible. And so that was always my thing. Like I should not be the unicorn. Why can't I be the standard Mm -hmm. versus something that's unique. And it's interesting to me that, Women had a harder time accepting who I was married and with children than men did. Mm. So I'm like, why? You know, hey, you know, we should be on the same Mm -hmm, page mm -hmm. about this. Men accept it more. And y'all are trying to figure out like, like this is weird. It should not be. What's going on here? So for the women who do want this to be the standard and who do say, okay, I want both. I want to prioritize both. How? Like, how do you maintain your career, your status as a wife, your status as a mother, you have friendships. How do you maintain all of these things without losing yourself? Because I think that's what the fear comes mm-hmm. down to. It's, I don't know who I will be right. as this person. With all these different titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to learn really just how to put the big rocks in first. And what that meant for me is... Um, 
especially after I had children, okay, what type of mother do I want to be? And if this is what I want, how do I have to show up in my children's life? Like, what's this image? And Coriel, my thing always was with my kids, if they're going to be spending money on therapy, it's not going to be because of me. (laughs) So how do I have to show up in my kid's life? Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling good about it. So then I was able to create my life and schedule around that because Okay, that was what was most important to me. My kids, my family, my husband, and then I built business around that. Mm. But it all worked. And it was all in unison for me. So I figured out how to learn, like, what times of the day I could work. I could work to a certain time, Mm -hmm. you know, switch over to family stuff and then go back to work. How to manage my schedule on a seven day, you know, seven days a week versus five. Just all these different things so I could balance and manage it all. So, again, to me, it was just all a function of priorities. Mm -hmm. But it it, it is possible because y'all have figured out everything else already. Certainly you can manage this too. I listen, I'm trying to figure that thing out myself. <laughs> we are trying to figure it out. Speaking of, this is a personal question. I'm right. about to slide in here. Right. Answer this honestly, okay? Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't let David come in. <laughs> As the wife mm-hmm. and the mother, I know what the Bible says. Right. But how do you navigate when you're needed in both areas. Your husband needs you. Your son needs you. Where do you go first? Well, and I swear I'm not just trying to be nice to David. Um, He is extremely easy to live with. So I don't ever think, you know, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, because my kids are grown, I think I probably ignored him a lot now (laughs) because I certainly was putting my children first, Mm. but I knew how important that was to him, though. So I think what we had to learn to do is even I don't I can't even remember like, you know, you you have a baby, you know, that that one year old phase. But when our children got older, you know, all the activities, how we began to turn that into a thing for us to just to build on top of that, you know, with the sports and all the Mm -hmm, activities, mm -hmm. how we could get some couple time within that versus us always trying to create something separate from that. Mm -hmm. The other thing, too, that I always appreciated about David is I knew what his needs were because he's a real low-key guy Mm -hmm. so it's like okay i knew that he likes sports you know he's not a big like restaurant hanging out guy i'm more of a travel person than him he always fully allowed me to be myself Mm. that was never a struggle with david and like i didn't have to beg for that i didn't it was never a um any conflict and i always asked him why because he always said you were going to do that anyway (laughs) he picked his battle he did not even just pick his battles but he always accepted me for Mm -hmm. who i was he was never trying to turn me into somebody else And so I think that also helped us get into a rhythm. You know, I'm very grateful for my mother-in-law because she's a very strong, independent woman, too. So I think he had a lot of practice before. So it wasn't like, who who is this girl Mm -hmm. trying to Trying to rein you in because this is what he knew. But I also know, too, being very strong and being very independent, I needed somebody who would be like, girl, like, okay like mm-hmm. it's time to reel this mm-hmm. in a little bit but he would do that with me in a very loving way but I desperately needed that I, I can tell you right now I needed to have children young I never saw myself as married 
I never, ever saw myself as married. I needed it so bad, though, in order to balance me out. Mm. Because, again, you don't understand how it enhances you versus what it takes away from you. Because I, I would have been 1,000% all work. Mm-hmm, but my mm-hmm. with having my children, it's like, didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. And it also gave me an out, though. Because I got to say no to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm learning I'm like, that. ooh, thank that. you, Jesus. I do not have to attend this. Let me blame this on my kids or something that my family got going on. So, um, and then people, um, especially in entertainment, I used to have to travel a lot. Janai, is this going to be able to work out with you and your family? Like people were very conscious mm-hmm. and aware. So I turned that into an asset for me. So it allowed me to say no to a whole lot of stuff and I needed an out. So it gave me my legit out. So I cannot let you leave without giving some money advice okay. to the women out there okay. who are all career. Like you said, you would have been just right. hyper focused, right. but they know that there are some things they need to prepare. So I feel like because finances is like number one thing we're scared to talk about, we know we need to work on. What can a woman who's listening to this do right now financially so that when she sits down with this partner that she's been preparing for, she's not embarrassed to have that conversation? So the thing, Coriel, is like we know what the foundation is. We know the basics. So it's a matter of being okay with them. So, of course, credit is important. So knowing where you stand for real, you know, where for real, for real, real. (laughs) Um, you know, money really takes discipline. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really the biggest challenge that I see is. Everybody wants to make it, but we're not willing to have the discipline in how we manage it. And so what that looks like is what is your commitment to what I call um, money meetings? Like how disciplined are you? Like every single Monday between 10 and 1130, I don't focus on anything else. You can't talk to me during that time. Like I am completely focused on my personal and my business finances. Do you have that time? Not on social media, not watching Netflix. You're not squeezing it in when you're doing everything else. You have to have that that intentional time so you can focus on your credit. What's going on with your debt? What's going on with your investments? The other thing, too, that I see women doing is not having a longer term perspective, like we can make money, but tell me where you want to be. So if you tell me, well, Janai, I'm going to be retired by 45. Well, how much are you going to need? Like, like what is it like that? That's a number that actually requires some math, basic math, though, because like, what are you working towards so we can make the money? But what are you doing to, again, reach your goal? The other thing I want to see women intentionally do is you have to build your money team. Mm. And so you don't have to be rich to have a money team. So who helps you with your insurance? Who helps you with your taxes? Who who's your investment advisor and how are you interacting and communicating with them? Because you think when you put these fundamental things in place, like you begin to click because when you get in this relationship, now you all have to do these things together. You're having these money meetings together. Mm-hmm. You're building this money team together. Um, David and I um, have scheduled calls, even with our adult children, with our investment advisors, with our CPA, because this is the muscle that it takes. So you can't just be talking about making it. I'm not interested in just in how you're spending 
it, but the responsibility that comes with how we're managing it. But it really leads more so to discipline because money really isn't complicated. This is not calculus. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not trigonometry. Like, what do you need me to tell you about credit or debt? You know what you need to do. do You don't want to do it. And you don't have the committed time to focus on it. So the other thing you don't want to do is you don't want to get my age and you're like, now what? What now what? Mm-hmm. There are so many people my age who are not going to be able to retire. It's not. It's mathematically impossible for them. It's not going to happen because you got to be doing that right now. So what's the discipline that you're going to do so you can say, oh, okay, I need to be maxing out this. I need to be saving X. Like you should be able to tell me that. And particularly for the entrepreneurs, like you read us a whole different level of discipline because it's your personal money, but you have to be able to tell me how what's what's coming in and what's going out with your business. Like you cannot just focus on the service or the products. Mm-hmm. You have to have that committed time about what's going on with those finances. I'm stressed. Is anyone <laughs> else out there? I hope y'all didn't log off. I hope you're still here. Listen, we're going to end on that question because that just stressed me out. However, imagine if you really got your ish together. Right. How impressed would a man be if you pulled up like, bro, oh. this is my money team. Uh, this, these are this is who helps me with my investment. Right. This is who like I, I talk to them once a month or once a quarter. And that would be impressive. He is going to be like wife material, <laughs> wife material. I can trust you with my household. Oh, my gosh. Like, girl. And he and not only that, it's going to make him elevate, too, because mm-hmm. if he's not doing that, he's going to be like, oh, this is exactly how I want to live. Because all, money is designed to give you freedom, mm-hmm. choice. That's that's Mm -hmm. all it is. But it does not magically happen. So, again, it's that muscle of that routine. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to be willing to put in. You know, it's just it's like going to the gym. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> listen, we're ending this conversation because she's going to get me in the gym. i got a budget now. Lord, listen. So for the people who do want to get it together, ah, yes. where can they find you and connect okay. with you? Yes. So you can please, you can follow me on social media at Janai Thornton. That's J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And I have an amazing free community for um, women, black women exclusively. I was going to say, you almost didn't say black women. Go ahead and say oh, black no, no, women. No. It's for black, black women, women now. Women. Shamelessly, yes, but I have a free community and you can go to thankmelater.money. Yes, thankmelater.money. Thank y'all so, so much for tuning in to another episode of the Girls Stop Playing podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like this episode, comment, share it with a friend who needs to get it together. And listen, if you have not hit the subscribe button, girl, stop playing. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.